Hey everyone and peace be upon you. Welcome or welcome back to another episode of the Raise an Army podcast. So I've been busy with a lot of schoolwork. I wrote my last midterms about three weeks ago and I am currently preparing for my finals. I have my finals coming up in literally two weeks and I haven't really uploaded in a while and I was like I need to get this out there it's funny because what is now a whole episode I was just going to summarize everything in like the intro of another episode but then I was like this can be a whole episode of its own and I think it would be amazing to or better to just put this out there maybe someone might need it who knows yeah wait a second where are my manners how are you doing how is work how have you been yeah it's been a while How's life going? How is school? How is work? I pray that you have an amazing week. So yeah, let's get right into the episode. Like I said earlier, I had my midterms about three weeks ago and I just want to say that I think it's amazing how the Lord will use things that we do not expect to reveal some things that we did not know about ourselves. So one of the things that I've been struggling with and I have been praying about is pride. The thing about pride is it's not always looking down on people or being mean to people or at least outwardly showing or displaying pride. Sometimes it's just something that's in your heart and yeah, the Holy Spirit has been convicting me of pride for a very, very, very long time and I just think what happened to me recently is something that i should share so this is my testimony almost all my life i always felt the need to be better than everyone like i don't have to be better than every other person at everything i just need to be better than you in one particular thing and i'm done and so i had this superiority complex And the thing about superiority complex is most of the time it comes from inferiority complex. Superiority complex in like a layman's definition is feeling that you are better than other people. And inferiority complex is feeling that you basically having like a low self-esteem. So yeah, that was me. I've always been like this very shy and quiet person quiet child i've always been shy i've always been really quiet and i am still the same way 
so it was like i needed to work on myself and unfortunately i picked the wrong thing it wasn't like i was outwardly showing people that i was better than them but let's say i find a flaw in someone deep inside i'm like nah i'm actually better than this person because this is not how i think this is not how i do things and stuff like this is not how i will handle this particular situation and things like that so without realizing i created this competitive atmosphere between my friends and myself now i did not make this known to every single person this is probably the first time that i am admitting this to not just myself and so for a very very long time the holy spirit has been convicting me of pride my pride was more of like a mindset pride is always a mindset it always starts from a mindset and then it evolves i am pretty sure that if you ask most of my friends they would they would deny because i did not make this known to anyone i wasn't outwardly proud my pride had absolutely nothing to do with material things i never really felt the need to feel proud about the things that i owned my pride was on the things i could do my capabilities the things that i knew because i'm always someone who would go and look for information for no reason so i was always trying to feed my mind with a lot of information so it's like oh i know everything i know i know even if it's just a little bit of information about this and this and that and da 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 so i always wanted to be better than everyone except i do not want people to realize that this is what i was doing and i think it's sad that most people do not know pride in depth so about creating a competitive atmosphere with my friends yeah note that this competitive atmosphere in quotes only applied to me they did not realize or even if they did they never really said anything about it it was a me thing it was solely a me thing so let's say they give their opinion on something and i do not agree with it i won't straight up say you're wrong i would just try to convince them that what i'm saying is right and i will use almost any means possible i will bring up points i will bring up like references from different things just so i could convince them that i'm right just so i can convince them otherwise sometimes i would do this unconsciously but sometimes i would intentionally do something and a lot of times it's not just because i want you to agree with me no that is just primary i want you to realize that i'm smarter than you <laughs> that i'm better than you that i think deeper or that i see things in a way that is way above you and it's something that 
I did not realize. I did not realize that this was really bad until now that I'm actually narrating every single thing. Wow. This is this is bad. Until sometimes I would hear the Holy Spirit telling me to just keep quiet and listen to what this person has to say. But because I don't agree with you, because I don't see the good in what you're saying, I will not even want to understand where you're coming from. I will not even want to see see things from your point of view. I just saw that what you're saying is wrong. What you're saying is not right. So I want to convince you to sort of think like me. So you can sort of like feel like I'm better than you. Or maybe you're like, wow, she's really smart. Now, the times when I would have arguments with people very few people like the people around me i never really went outside of my circle unless you come to me and we're talking about something and then yes it leads to us having a really really deep discussion so a lot of times yeah what i'm saying is not actually wrong it's right but my heart was not in the right place so instead of trying to correct the person with love i just wanted them to see that i was better than them and because of my delivery sometimes it would often lead to arguments so something that wasn't even meant to be an argument would end up growing into an argument so instead of trying to understand the person and like carefully correct them i just low-key ridiculed them apart from this another thing was i depended so much on myself so let's say i have like an exam or a test I would pray yes I've always prayed whenever I had anything going on in my life I would pray about the test about the exam but after praying it was like I just wanted God to do the after cleaning so I would do most of the work and then I just wanted God to like dot my eyes and cross my t's one thing about being a believer is we put God at the forefront of everything. I'm not saying if you have a test, don't read. No, <laughs> that is not what you should do. But put God at the forefront of everything. Surrender to him, surrender to his will. And whatever you're doing, tell God and ask for his guidance. I think one of the things that Abba has blessed me with is quick understanding. I easily understand a lot of things. And so when I pray, I just want God to help me to remember the things that I am reading because I know that I'm easily going to understand it. And I also think that is the major thing apart from my shyness is like one of the major things that has stopped me from 
asking people for help because i feel like yeah i'm going to understand it anyway so i'm just going to take my time and figure things out it doesn't matter how long it's going to take but i know that i am going to understand this thing if i just you know put my mind into it now whenever i have like a test or an exam and i tell my mom and she is praying for me she's always telling me to not be overconfident to not rely on myself so even while she's praying she's like i rebuke the spirit of overconfidence i rebuke the spirit of pride and then she hands everything over to god now i never really admitted to myself that i had so much self-confidence there is nothing wrong with having self-confidence but you are not to have confidence in your abilities but have confidence in god knowing that he is sovereign and he is mighty it is not by our will but our or our might but by the power of the almighty god so always remember to humble yourself before god even the bible says in first corinthians that the man who thinks he knows everything knows nothing but he who loves the lord is known and loved by god pride is the opposite of humility and one thing the lord hates is pride because pride will have you disregarding the lord pride will have you disregarding the existence of god most high one thing about the devil is that he doesn't exactly want us to worship him he wants us to worship ourselves to think that we are better to think that we do not need god and that all we need to do is to trust our abilities to trust the things that we can do and to even think that we can do even better so even if you want to take credit for all your accomplishments what about waking up you did not wake yourself up your alarm did not wake you up it is your father in heaven that that gave you the grace to see another day we take life for granted forgetting that life is a gift so i knew that i had confidence in myself but i did not realize that this was pride in fact i did not realize how dependent i was on myself until recently i had a test on a monday about 3 or 4 weeks ago and i wasn't exactly prepared for that test this semester was a bit rushed because of like a really long holiday due to elections and so we missed a lot of classes it was on this day that i realized that my self reliance came from fear 
and doubt. The fear of failure and doubt in God. So what happened was I walked out of my test. I didn't exactly walk out. I just didn't write the test. Normally, even if I am not exactly prepared for the test, I would just going there and I'm like, I'm just going to try my best. If I don't under- if I don't really understand something, I would just write down what I can and try to, you know, maneuver my way and somehow make sense of everything. So I was about to enter into the test hall and I just stood there for a while and then I walked back out. I sat down on like a chair on the corridor and I started shaking. This was like an hour to the test. This is just a test, not even like an exam, just a normal test. And I started shaking, physically shaking. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. I was overwhelmed by fear. I let fear take control of my mind and my body. I was like, nah i'm not writing this test i'm not going to fail i'd rather not even write the test than to fail and so i picked up my notebook picked up my phone picked up my bag i picked up my calculator and i was like nah i'm not writing this test i'm leaving and i was and as i was walking out of that hall and walking out of the building because my school has like different buildings for different faculties as I was walking out of that out of like that particular building, I heard the Holy Spirit as clear as day. Normally, the Holy Spirit is usually this quiet voice in my head or like a conviction in my heart. But this time around, like it was still a voice in my head, but the voice was loud. It was telling me, favor, go back, go back, stop relying on yourself. This is not something I would have told myself. I just knew it was the Holy Spirit because this is not something I would have told myself. I would have simply convinced myself that what I'm doing is okay, that I can just make up for it in an assignment or in a in my exams. But I was walking fast because I wanted to put distance between myself and that building. And the Holy Spirit kept telling me, go back. You're relying on yourself. Do you not trust me? Do you not trust what I can do? Stop relying on yourself. Turn back and go and write that test. And I kept telling the Holy Spirit, no, I'm not going back. I'm sorry. I'm not. And he kept telling me to go back. Go back. And I disobeyed. I went to another building in my school and I found an empty class and as I sat there I was like okay maybe I should just try to read but another part of me was was the use you're not going to write that test but the Holy Spirit kept telling me to read and let me tell you the time was going by really slow while I was in the car coming to school, yeah, I prayed to God and I was like, 
please slow down the time slow down time so that i will have enough time to read but at that very moment the slow passing of time didn't feel like an answered prayer but the lord giving me more time to walk back to my test and i kept saying father i'm sorry i'm sorry but i cannot do this i'm too scared to write that test i'm too scared to even walk into that class and that was how i let fear take complete control of me so while i sat there i was like you know what i'm just going to remain here and then if it's 12 because that test was by 12 and so i was like once it's 12 everything is over and after what felt like 30 minutes when i checked the time it was like 15 minutes that had just passed and i was like please lord just let this one go just let this one pass over me please and so because i was so determined to be disobedient i decided to watch something because i was like when you're watching something the time really goes fast and then i was like i'm going to ignore the time and i'm just going to focus on watching something but while i was watching whatever it was i was watching i felt so much despair in my heart i felt so disturbed i felt so heavy in my heart i felt so bothered I kept feeling the urge to check the time and see if there was enough time for me to walk back and go and write that test. But I hardened my heart and stayed right where I was. And I'm not joking, when it was 12, every single thing, every single thing I was feeling, the guilt, everything just disappeared. And I felt so empty. I was supposed to feel relieved but I I wasn't relieved I felt something else I still cannot explain what it was but it felt a lot like disappointment so I waited for my next class and after the class I came back home and I tried my best to forget about every single thing but throughout that day I felt so numb i felt bad but i didn't want to acknowledge any feeling and so i avoided people i did not want to talk to anyone throughout that day i won't lie i'm actually thankful that happened because the lord really showed me how dependent i was on myself and not on him And yes, everything would have gone a whole other way, but I'm so grateful that happened because it really opened my eyes to something I refused to acknowledge. So this Wednesday, or last Wednesday, I went for a midweek service, and I really enjoyed service. I felt so moved to want to go to service i actually wanted to go to service because i wanted to talk to the pastor because he wanted to see me but the lord had other plans 
Now, the sermon that was played was from 10 or 11 years ago. This is how you know that the word of God is timeless. There is no barrier to the word of God, not time, not distance, nothing. So the sermon was on battle plan against the devil. And while the preacher was talking about like a battle plan, explaining how the devil attacks people and all that, he also spoke about pride. He talks about how pride manifests itself in different ways. A lot of times it's ego, it's self-respect, it's dignity even. Basically, the devil will try to make you try to do things on your own, to not rely on other people, especially people that the Lord has put in your life to help you. He makes you want to depend on yourself, to be very much self-reliant. And the thing about pride is pride leads to self-idolization. So instead of asking for help or even going down on your knees to pray to God, the devil just puts the thought in your mind that it's really not a big deal. You can ju- you can do this. I'm not saying it's wrong to have self-respect or to have dignity is wrong because the Bible also encourages us to have self-respect and to also, you know, have dignity. But when that self-respect gets into your head to the extent where it feels like you no longer feel the need to humble yourself, that is when the problem starts. Or for dignity, it feels like I shouldn't be doing this. I'm this, I'm that. I shouldn't be caught talking to this sort of person this person in this lower class or you know having this superiority complex feeling that you are better than every single person that is a problem that is a major problem so again pride makes us depend on ourselves and not on god another thing the preacher talked about in that sermon was about how when you're about to get into another season so a new season of your life the lord starts to prepare you and a lot of times he does that by freeing up your time whether it be waking you up really early so you can spend time with him and then do the other things you have to do in the day Or you just find that you don't really have many things to do during the day. That is the Lord doing that. So you can spend more time with him. Not to go about doing something else. But to spend time with him. To prepare for what is about to come. While I was listening to the sermon. I realized that the Lord has been putting it on my heart to pray more 
it's not like he has given me something in particular to pray about but it just feels like i just have to pray like something is about to happen something is happening to me and i have to pray i remember the first time i felt that like it was just this heavy presence around me i felt so much darkness around me it wasn't the presence of god because the presence of god feels really light but i just felt like as if i was not alone in the room even though i was actually alone in the room i felt like i was not alone i felt this dark presence this heavy presence around me and then the holy spirit was repeating the words pray stop what you're doing and pray at first the fear got to me because while i was praying the presence was still there and i couldn't really get rid of like the presence and then the holy spirit reminded me faith and fear do not work hand in hand fear is the opposite of faith you cannot have faith and fear in your heart you have to choose one and so the second day i felt the same thing and it was in the evening time that is like worse because everywhere is like dark out and that's where like the, the fear really gets to you but this time around i prayed like when i say i prayed i rebuked i prayed i was praying like the prayer was really it was really hot <laughs> i intensified my prayer and i felt so everything felt so light inside of me i felt so light the i got rid of that fear the faith got rid of the fear inside of me i also felt that dark presence around me disappear another thing i realized while listening to the sermon was the days have actually been quite slow i've had a lot of free time and then i realized the lord is really actually preparing me for something and one thing about preparing the major thing about preparing that you actually have to prepare yourself as well so you surrender to god you hang on to his every word you deepen your knowledge of his word and you pray more if you have to fast if the lord tells you to fast you fast if he wakes you up in the middle of the night to pray girl you better pray because if you do not prepare yourself if you fail to prepare yourself you are preparing for failure the devil roams around like a hungry lion seeking for who to devour he is not going to have pity on you he's not going to be like oh maybe she's not prepared maybe he's not prepared so i'm going to come back at another time the devil will look for your for your weakest point and he will attack you but you know it is in our weakness that we hang on to god because the strength of god is shown in our weakness we do not rely on ourselves but we rely on the power of the almighty god also know that the lord will not allow you face something that is beyond your capabilities so even if it feels like this is beyond you it is so it teaches you something trials are meant to teach us they are meant to build us so when the lord allows something to come for you it is because 
he knows you are going to overcome it or or you should be able to overcome it why would i say you should be able to overcome it the preacher really explained it and said the lord will always give you time to prepare but if you fail to prepare and the trial comes that trial will be the one to prepare you and also remember that there is nothing new under the sun so whatever it is you are going through remember that someone else has gone through it already and that so many christians all over the world are are also going through that and you should know that you are not alone so i would advise that if you have probably like overcome something if the lord has helped you please share your testimonies so that people will learn and will know that they are not suffering alone and they will know that they too can overcome it so that they will know that the lord is always there and he is ready to help them and that this too shall pass remember to have faith in the lord the lord is always faithful so back to my story before i diverted when did i get here so that same week on thursday which is the test i talked about at the beginning of this episode yeah i was meant to have a test on thursday actually i had a test on thursday and this time around i told the lord father i surrender everything to you i am not going to rely on my abilities i'm not going to rely on my understanding i'm not going to rely on anything just guide me to where i am supposed to read and give me sorry bless me with understanding and guys the lord came through the holy spirit put it on my heart to read certain places and i did that the most amazing thing was when the lord woke me up by 3 40 something a.m i think it was 3 42 a.m the holy spirit was telling me to study a particular calculation y'all i was still sleepy i was reading with sleepy eyes i was just lying down i was in my bed my head was on my pillow but i could not sleep because the holy spirit kept telling me to read or study that particular calculation so thankfully thank god i got about almost everything i was able to understand almost all the calculations except one certain part it was the calculation in economics so i was like you know what i've tried i'm just going to sleep i wake up early and then continue so i went back to sleep and i woke up by five something and then i read my devotional i showered then i got ready for school because from where i'm living to school is like 30 minutes and my test was by nine it was the only class i had on thursday my test was by nine and i think i was in school by like eight something i got a taxi an uber and then i went to school and then 
while i was in school i actually forgot to read on that particular calculation and then i suddenly remembered by the time i was trying to go through that particular calculation the other students that were in the same class they were studying that particular calculation as well so it was like a reminder i was like girl read it study study the holy spirit was literally reminding me to study that particular calculation luckily i got the same like it was the same thing everything was right the holy spirit really helped me to understand things better and i kid you not exactly what i studied was exactly what was in the tests i just sat down there at the back of the class staring at the board and i was like you're joking i was so happy there was so much joy in my heart like that calculation was literally question one it was when i said i was overwhelmed i was so happy and i was so grateful to god because this time around i did not rely on myself i did not rely on my understanding i don't rely on anything that has to do with me and i was and i just surrendered everything to god and he made things so easy for me i wrote that test with so much joy in my heart after everything i came home and i was really happy throughout in fact i was happy throughout that entire week till the next week i was so happy i'm still so happy whenever i remember that surrendering to the lord really makes things easier jesus says to cast all our cares and all our burdens on him you don't have to carry the whole world on your shoulders hand it over to god and stop thinking what if what if what if this doesn't happen what if this happens stop it ifs plant doubts in your heart stop the lord is almighty do not place god in a box he is bigger than anything the lord does not even exist in our time he has done so much more for other people do not think that your problem is bigger than god the lord is bigger than any and everything so recently the test scores came in and my scores are amazing it's like the cumulative score of your tests assignments and everything when i say the economics test i had that my score was lord it was it was perfect it was i don't know how to say this in a way that you know when yes i was expecting to score really high but now that i have seen my score it's it's just really i don't know how to explain it and yes the score for the test i had on monday that week also came in and when i tell you that i don't deserve that score because i was expecting something lower but the lord said otherwise and he really showed me favor he he really blessed me and i don't deserve that blessing but 
I am grateful to him. I am grateful for all that he is doing in my life. And I will continue to surrender. And I pray he gives me the grace to obey his every word. Also, you know when they say when you're praying to God, pray for something in particular. Like be specific on what it is that you want. Please do that. When you are praying, narrow down your prayer and be specific to God. You're talking to your father. When you go to like your earthly father or your earthly mother or just maybe a friend, when you want something, you ask for something in particular. You are very specific with what it is you want. That is exactly how you should be with your heavenly father. When you want something, be specific. Tell him exactly what it is you want. So I actually did this with my economics test and I told the Lord that I do not want his score below a certain score and he answered in fact I got above the score I wanted the Lord is ever faithful the Lord please stop doubting the Lord and embrace his love not just because of what we want because the lord has things that no eyes have seen no eyes sorry no ears have heard no one has even an idea of what it is that we want because our thoughts are foolish in the eyes of the lord so while you're like thinking about this and this and that the lord has something even better for you so stop holding on to the worldly things and look on to the lord seek ye first the kingdom of god and every other thing will be added on to you one last thing stop relying on people more than you rely on god now of course the lord will bring certain people into your life to help you that does not mean you should idolize these people and forget who your father is and forget the person that sent these people to you or sometimes it's not even the people that the lord has put in our lives sometimes we give more of our attention to people that are trying to take us away from the lord like they are trying to distract us from our relationship with god so we end up paying more attention to them than we do to our relationship with the lord sometimes it's not even the people it's us we unconsciously put other people on a pedestal and we forget about god we devote our time to the people more than we devote our time to god So I'm going to tell you a quick story about a king. I think it was King Asa. Please don't quote me anyway because I'm not sure. Unless you read your Bible and you are actually like sure that it is King Asa. Please correct me if I am wrong. Yeah. So at the beginning of King Asa's reign, if it's actually King Asa, at the beginning of this king's reign, 
he had so much favor from the Lord. The Lord had his eyes on him. The Lord showed him so much favor, but at the but towards the end of his reign, he lost favor. He lost favor in the eyes of the Lord. This is what happened. So at the beginning of his reign, yeah, he he was supposed to go against this very mighty army. This army was bigger and maybe like times 10 of his own army and so he cried out to the lord and the lord came through the lord fought his battles fought the battle of the people and guess what they won and then towards the end of his reign he was about to face an army that was way smaller than the army he had faced before Remember, the first army was like probably 10 times his army. But this time around, this particular army was so small. But guess what this king did? Instead of going back to the God that fought an even bigger battle for him, he turned to his allies. He turned to another kingdom to help him fight a small army. He did not even regard God. He did not even cry out to God. If the Lord had told him to go and, you know, ask help from this particular kingdom, then that is all right. Because sometimes the Lord points us towards other people. But this time around, instead of going and crying out to the Lord again, he decided to ask help from other people. And because of that, he lost favor in the eyes of God and he ended up losing a battle against a small army in everything you do always seek the Lord let the Lord be at the forefront of every single thing you're doing when you're starting your day ask the Lord for help seek the face of God every day every time never get tired of praying because as christians we are always in spiritual warfare as long as this world exists we are always in spiritual warfare there is no end to spiritual warfare and so never let your guard down i'm not telling you this to scare you i'm only reminding you that you are always going to be in spiritual warfare but do not be afraid because the lord has won every single battle do not let fear consume and overcome you have faith in the living god because he has set you free he has given you salvation he has won every single battle there is to win and know that whatever it is you're going through is not something new someone has gone through it before someone somewhere in the world is going through it so you are not suffering alone that problem is not special that problem is not new but the devil wants to make it seem like it is something that is overwhelming like you are the first person to go through it or that you cannot overcome it but remember that God is your father. Adonai is your father. And when he says the battle has been won, 
best believe the battle has already been won. Today's Bible verse from the YouVersion Bible app really sums up most of what I said in this episode. And it is from 1 Peter 5 verses 8 to 9 in the Amplified Version. Be sober, well-balanced and self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times. That enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attack, rooted, established, immovable. Knowing that the same experiences of suffering are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world, you do not suffer alone. Today, I have shared with you my story or my testimony about pride and how the Lord has revealed to me more on what pride is. And I hope this really helps someone. I hope this episode helps you see things in a different perspective. I also hope that this encourages someone. Jesus loves you and you are not alone. Thank you for listening to this episode. Um, God bless you. I hope you have an amazing week. I am not sure when the next episode is coming out. It's probably going to be after my finals. Pray for me all. The Raisin Army podcast is available on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Anchor, and Podvine. Again, thank you for listening. This episode was very much spirit-led because I do not I actually do not plan this episode. I just sat down and recorded every single thing at a go. I'm not sure how it happened, but thanks be to God. I'm grateful that I'm just grateful. I'm grateful to the Lord. I'm thankful for everything. I pray you have an amazing week. I pray that the lord reveals to you the things that are holding you back from having a fruitful and deep relationship with him always remember that jesus loves you and wherever you are in the world good morning good afternoon and good night i love you and bye